your home of the pins and the best pins coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart radio station. Pit fired Kevin Stallings today, the men's basketball coach. I get it. He went 0-18 in the ACC. But Pitt doesn't want to pay Stallings his full buyout. That's being negotiated. He's owed $9.4 million. Pitt wants to pay him $7.5 million. Pitt was allegedly threatening to fire Stallings with cause, if need be, because he yelled at a fan in Louisville and because he supposedly went to see his son play for the Pirates instead of going on a recruiting trip. You know, criminal activity like that. This is vintage Pitt Athletics. Heather Like is the same as the rest. The AD, Heather Like. Petty. Tom Petty. Look, if you owe Stallings 9.4 mil, then pay up. Live up to the contract. A deal's a deal, and good luck trying to hire a quality replacement when you're trying to crook this guy. Hey, Heather Like. Pit Athletics. The big time pit boosters. Guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Burt's Plumbing. Count out a name you can trust. 412-333-WXDX. Yeah, maybe I need to regenerate discussion on that Anthony Orsini kid. Because I, 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 I've been told through various media, be it radio, Twitter, or message boards, that what the doctor says doesn't matter. The prevailing attitude. I mean, most of the people I've communicated with on this say what the doctor says isn't relevant. The kids had three concussions. Everybody knows he shouldn't play. What the doctor says is irrelevant. You know what it is? It's millennials. Soft millennials. Millennials who think that nobody should ever know an unpleasant moment and should bypass any minimal risk in order to live in bubble wrap. I had somebody tweet uh, a, a couple weeks ago, millennials own the world. I hope that's the case because I'll take it right back because you wouldn't have the guts to defend it. I guess there's only one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out for you. S-A-W-F. T. Soft. I am going to see Foreigner tonight. I'm getting some stick on Twitter. Oh, you're going to see a tribute band. Well, I mean, so what? It's a lot of fun. They sound really good. Kelly Hansen, who I think, I should I should Wikipedia Foreigner. I think he's been in Foreigner as long as Lou Graham was. I mean, there were a bunch of years when there was no Foreigner. If you want to give Graham credit for those years, Lou probably still holds the advantage. By the way, I've had people act like, you know, they kicked Lou Graham out of Foreigner, the original singer. Lou had a brain tumor. And thank heavens, he was saved via an operation, and he lives a a relatively normal life today, and he can still sing. He guested with Foreigner. They had a 40th anniversary tour last summer, and he played parts of two shows with them. 
came out. Dennis Elliott came out, the drummer too. A couple other of the old-time Foreigner members. And they played a few songs, which I think is great. And had I not been otherwise occupied, I would have gone to see it. But Lou can't tour. Okay, his body and his brain have been broken down to the point where he can't do more than a show once in a while, which is what he does. He plays solo shows once in a while, where Mick Jones still wants to make a living from it. And Lou Graham sometimes says, and you get this with a lot of you know, guys in bands that have reformed that don't include you. Lou Graham thinks there shouldn't be a foreigner without him. Well, that's not his to decide because... Lou Graham, excuse me, Mick Jones owns the name Foreigner. Owns. Owns. People just want to hear the songs. I really do truly believe that. I also believe that last night in Philadelphia was just wunderbar. I should have done a wonderful like like Matt Hardy. Yes. Uh, I mean, you beat those guys, even when you beat them all the time, which has been the case this year. 3-0 against the Flyers. You know what would be a great finish to the season? I think the Penguins play Philadelphia one more time here. In fact, it's the day before I go on vacation at the end of the month. The Sunday before I leave, the day before. What if they went 4-0 against them on the season, then swept them in a playoff series? 8-0, just like in the regular season in 07-08. No, excuse me, 06-07 with Mike Terry and coaching when they played the Flyers eight times in the regular season and beat them every time. As the great Dave Molinari said, the uh, longtime Penguins beat guy for the Post-Gazette, they should build a statue of Tarion just for going 8-0 against the Flyers. Let's go to uh, Doc on the road. Doc, you're on with Double M. Excellent. It's a pleasure and an honor to speak with you, Mr. Madden. Right on. I I guess I would just weigh in and say there's two things that are fundamentally distasteful. One is telling someone who's made their life's work and, say, had 15 years of education that their opinion doesn't matter. Oh, what do you mean, and the doctor? Two, yes. Well, not yes. only that, this, this, this physician that cleared the kid to play, he's been hired by that family specifically for his opinion on the issues of that family. Right, and it's a very complex issue. It's evolving. Our understanding is continuing to evolve, but you have to look at the data, the standard of care, what's out there, and make a good decision. And the other thing is telling someone else how to raise their kid. And I think, you know, we had a son involved in hockey, had a wonderful experience. The worst injuries were a bruised ego and a bruised tailbone. We were very fortunate. And really, they're the same thing. Exactly, very much. But we saw a lot of uh, uh, people at all levels from – uh, little uh, kids playing hockey up to professional who had a myriad of, of head injuries, and they're all different. They're uh, very difficult to predict, uh, but we have certain data that guides us and certain ways. Well, right, we, and certain uh, data, certain data that guided the Orsini family's doctor, correct? Exactly. You know, and I think I mean the kid wanting to play figures into it too. I think as long as the doctor clears, there's no harm. Thank you for the call. Dilly dilly, dilly dilly. By the way, uh, during uh, that that conversation, I'm watching NHL Network. Guess who was on TV doing an interview from the dressing room of the Columbus Blue Jackets? Ian Cole. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. Obviously, I mean guy, but I don't want to diminish the original lyrics too much. 
Let's go to Sally, downtown Sally. You're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you? Terrific, Sally. Good. Um, I really don't have anything to say about sports or know much about it, but I heard you say, you know, mention a couple of times that it's International Women's yes. Day today. Yes, congratulations to you. Thank you. But, you know, I kind of think that I deserve that congratulations every day or don't really need it. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to call in and say that, you know, there's some women that feel the same way you do. Yeah, like, I think we don't need a National Women's Day, International Women's Day. I do like International Donut Day, though. Okay. I have never seen you, but I've heard that that might be true. Oh, a fat joke. Well, (laughs) screw you, Sally, and screw International Women's Day. We've got Scott Kirk and Virgil on hold. I'm going to rewind. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I have that like rewind device on my cable here. I'm going to watch that Ian Cole interview during the break. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, hey. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Hi. Super genius. It's a good buddy. Ask shit, folks. Ask your name, Woo! The X at 105.9. Uh, here's some news on the running back market that Le'Veon Bell is trying to save. DeMarco Murray just got cut. He was making 6.75 mil per year. Rumor has it Lamar Miller and Giovanni Bernard might get cut as well. So Le'Veon Bell can only get what he can get for himself. It's not a matter of trying to make sure the running back position gets recognized via increased salary. It's a fact that the NFL is a passing league and Le'Veon Bell won't dig anybody out but him and maybe not even him if he keeps thinking like he's thinking remember a guy called up when the Penguins got Josh Joris and he was insistent on asking me what Josh Joris's role was and I said no role he'll be in Wilkes well this is the chance that Jamoke was waiting for because due to the injuries to Brian Rust and Dominic Simone Josh Joris has been recalled from Wilkes on an emergency basis by the Pittsburgh Penguins. You may recall the Penguins got him at the trade deadline from Carolina in exchange for Greg McKay. By the way, speaking of Carolina, they fired Ronnie Francis as their general manager, but he's going to be vice president in charge of hockey ops. So is he above the GM? Is that like a job that's not really a job and they're just being nice to him because he's on the payroll and under contract? I don't know. I thought Ronnie was doing a pretty decent job with Carolina. Let's go to Scott Huntington Beach. Scott, you're on with Mark. Hey, how's it going, Mark? Great. Yeah, I was listening to you yesterday, and uh, I don't want to get in an argument or anything, but what you were talking about Gurley as being a better back than Le'Veon Bell. No, I said that Gurley had a better season last year than Le'Veon Bell. And from that, if you would want to extrapolate that Gurley's a better back, I think that's only logical because we are in an era where stats and analytics mean everything, correct? Exactly. So can I give you my stats? Yeah. Just uh, go ahead and look at his 2016 season. Okay, we're not talking about 2016, Einstein. We're talking about last year. If you want to go back further than that, let's go back to 1960 and Jim Brown. Because Jim Brown averaged like nine yards a carry and... Neither Bell nor Gurley was even born yet. 
You can go back in the annals of statistics and find something to support your argument. What I said was Todd Gurley had a better year last year than Le'Veon Bell. Refute that. Yeah, I agree with you. But then that means that Jeru's uh, uh, a better player than Crosby because he has more points this year than. No, it doesn't. That's what you're saying. You're going no, by it... one year. No, it you're doesn't. You're going by one year stats. Crosby has, like, That's minimal less points, and he's just... Oh, great. You know what? You're right. Drew's having a better year. He is having a better year yeah. statistically. So you're right. Better, you're saying he's, then he's better than... Uh, well, no, no, no. That's a matter of opinion once you get past the statistics, and Drew couldn't carry Crosby. Shut up! Shut up! Okay, put it this way. We get rid of that guy. Good, he's gone. If you gave GMs in the NHL a choice between... Giroux and Crosby, who would pick Giroux? None. You gave NFL GMs a choice between Bell and Gurley, I bet you'd have pretty much an even split. And I think if anybody won, it would be Gurley. Not decisively, but I think he would. Let's go to Kirk in the car. Kirk, you're on with Double M. Good day, Mr. Madden. I said good day. I'm just curious about the kid in uh, the high school playing football. It's something I'm not really well-versed in. Most of what I got, I picked up off your show. But why has nobody got a second or even third opinion at this point? Not to I, I don't know that they have it, but that's a good point. Uh, why hasn't the father, who doesn't want the kid to play, concerned. insist on a second opinion? He's obviously got money to go for lawyers, so I imagine he's got enough money to take him to an extra doctor or two. Well, like, that's, that's why I think this is just a hidden conflict uh, played out at the kid's expense between the father and mother. Whenever, you know, you take somebody to court, part of that's to be a pain in the ass, correct? Uh, well, as a guy going through something similar, uh, no, sometimes it is the best interest of the kid. What happened between you and your wife? Oh, man, nothing good. Uh, no, nothing I did, put it that way. Did she cheat on you? A little bit. With who? One of your best friends, I bet. No. Who no, then? Unfortunately not. Who then? Uh, just a, a local person. That you didn't know? Uh, no. A total stranger. Did they did they do it in the bed you live in? <laughs> oh, man. Nothing like getting this personal and taking this out. But uh, no, fortunately not. I'm on your side. Couch, basement, stairs, bathroom? <laughs> no idea. All right. Well, no God, God bless. I feel for you, brother. No worries. Get That's it all. Fair. Get it all. Don't give her a damn thing. <laughs> If she was the party who committed wrong, she shouldn't get anything. Am I right? Uh, unfortunately, the state of Pennsylvania doesn't agree. Well, you know what? You, you have a friend in Mark Madden. And also, are you aware of uh, at the end of World War II, Germany uh, put forth what was known as the Nero Decree? I'm not familiar enough with it now. Okay, the Nero Decree said that since they were losing, and you appear to be losing... Since Germany was losing, they were to burn everything useful to the ground so it could be of no use to those who were winning. Not a bad tactic, but not going to work in this situation, unfortunately. <laughs> it would work. You might be get... burning all my own stuff, so it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you see, if uh, you can't even read between the lines, buddy. You take all this stuff and then you burn the stuff you don't need and say the stuff you took got burned up with the stuff you don't need. Unless she spent everything and took everything, and that was part of the problem. Yeah, I got to yeah, admit, I got to admit, this conversation with me is not going to help your case. No, not even a little bit. All right, not goodbye, goodbye. You've you've done enough for the show. 
All right, we got a bunch of guys on hold. I know that was that guy's best friend. Oh my God, I bet it was his brother. 412-333-9939, Mark Madden Show, 105.9. This is Evgeny Malkin, and you are listening to Mark Madden on 1059 X. I just saw a live feed on Twitter from Action at the Mario Lemieux Fantasy Camp. Now, for those distressed about Kevin Stevens suffering from lace cut, is that what it's called? Lace bite, which is when you tie your laces tight on a skate, it, it kind of irritates through the tongue of the skate and burns the top of your foot. It's up from lace bite. He is on the ice. And in a development I can't quite figure out, they're supposed to spread the big-time guys among the teams, right? Well, on one team, they got Artie, Mario, Coffee, and Caulfield. And, and uh, you know who might be the best player of those four right now? Jaybird. Jaybird is still really good. Maybe better now than he was then, and I don't say that lightly or in ridiculing fashion. Although Mario is still pretty friggin' good. So is Cough. So is Artie. But Jaybird, Jaybird really tries hard, which can be disturbing. And as we speak, I'm sure is disturbing to the opposing team. I'm just so happy the Penguins beat Philadelphia last night. What a night it was. Michael Schenker at uh, the uh, Carnegie Music Theater in Homestead, and then the Flyers losing the Penguins at Wells Fargo last night. That's a complete evening. Oh, you know what's funny? I was reading, this will bore you, so I'll keep it quick. You know that goofy show that that pretended I was feuding with them in Boston, that Dennis and Callahan, and now Dennis retired because he's an alcoholic and can't control his drinking? And there was a guy who was, I think he hosts it now. He was the third stringer back then, though. Kurt something? Like, like it was Dennis and Callahan, and then Dennis's bartender got third billing, and then who was the fourth guy? Anyway, he went on this rant against a host, also on his station, who complained that, that his show, this Kurt, whatever his name is, didn't talk enough hockey. And when he went on this rant saying the ratings show that people don't want you to talk about hockey. That, you know, Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, and hockey, a distant fourth and not even relevant. Oh, Kirk Minahan. Okay, this guy's been in the business a long time, right? I guess he has good ratings because it's Boston and there's a lot of people there. But it doesn't matter what you talk about. It doesn't even matter if you know what you're talking about. It's about delivery and charisma. How could that guy have worked in this industry for as long as he has and not know that? If I came on tomorrow and did an entire show on the English Premier League, you would listen because you listen to me to see what I will do and say next. I'm amazed when people who work in this business for a long time don't understand it at all. It's like those barstool creeps. They don't get it at all. They don't understand that screaming F-bombs into a microphone at the top of your lungs has a limited shelf life. 
One thing about me in the media, I failed so long when I was at the Post-Gazette, whether or not that was my fault or mismanagement of my career by those in power, I'll leave that to somebody else to decide. But you know what happens when you fail a long time? You figure it out. If you're smart, you figure it out. And when I got my chance, I knew exactly what needed to be done. And since then, I'm snapping necks, cashing checks, whatever cliche you'd like to apply. And then I see guys who just don't understand it. Now, this guy, Kurt Angle, whatever his name is in Boston, I guess you know his show does pretty good. But, I mean, it's doing well despite him because he doesn't understand the business. If he thinks content matters, nah, it does not. Let's go to Big Z in Fox Chapel. Big Z, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good. So I just wanted to uh, sort of level with you here. I don't understand why it's so essential that we keep Levy and Bell. I mean, you look at the last three Super Bowl winners, none of them have had star running backs, especially running backs who cause as big of a problem. I think the last time that a team with the NFL's leading rusher won the Super Bowl, it was one of those uh, Denver teams with Terrell Davis. That was 98 or 99, correct? Yeah, and that was, uh, it seems like a bazillion years ago. I mean, I, I just... If the game has changed win, dramatically since then, you're correct. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand, like, why are, you know, first of all, I don't understand why all, everyone, you know, everyone in Steeler Nation is so set on keeping Bell. I mean, there's guys... Well, like, like, I, like I said earlier, in a segment I wished I'd recorded because it was totally ad-libbed and I thought brilliant. Yes. The way they have it now, with three guys tying up so much of the cap, hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. That's not to say a different way would work. That's not to say that cutting Bell and spending that money on defense would work. I said then, and I reiterate, one reason the Steelers want to keep Bell and the fans want to keep Bell is he's already here. You know what you got. Which is a, a complete pain in the butt. I mean, he's, he's Yeah, a but a great running back, too. Well, are you going to bring in Richard Sherman? No, no. I, I personally, I, I would look at you know a guy like Deion Lewis, Carlos Hyde. I would get rid of Bryant too. I, w- I would get rid of Martavis Bryant. I think they are going to get rid of Bryant, uh, they and they could. might get rid of Bell. Like I said, the most interesting thing that we don't know yet is is Art Rooney the second's choke point. When Le'Veon Bell will just saturate him with his stupidity, and he'll decide it's not worth it to him or his franchise, and and mostly him personally. Because don't forget, Art Rooney has to go in and deal with this every day. And he's doing it alone. Remember I said this. Art Rooney has to go in and deal with this every day, and the coach isn't helping. In that regard, managing the stupidity on this team, the coach isn't helping. So if you want the running back to be occupied by a mature, responsible individual... The only way to do that is to get a new running back because Mike Tomlin will not and has not and never will make Le'Veon Bell wise up. Let's go to Byron in the car. Byron, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Thank you, King. Uh, did you? I, I know that you were occupied uh, yesterday evening, but I didn't know if you had heard the broadcast, uh, the NBC hockey broadcast. I, I watched the tape when I got home, but, but I... I uh, 
went through it real quick. I, I didn't pay attention to the announcing, if that's what you're asking. Oh, that's exactly what I mean. In the first period, at least, because I, I had to go back to the radio, even though the timing's way off, uh, they had a Philadelphia uh, football player on who I could care less Yeah, about. somebody called earlier today. I mean, you know, if you don't like it, turn the sign down. Oh, I did, but I, I just don't understand why they would do that. Because football sells. The hockey player or hockey fan? Yep. Not this one. Foot, football's the biggest deal. Well, here's, the, here's what they're figuring, though. If you have a football player doing commentary, the football fans will listen and the hockey fans will watch no matter what. Yeah, but Mark, he didn't even he didn't know anything about hockey. He didn't he didn't know. Neither what, does Millberry. Uh, Jonathan Balbulli just tweeted, calling up Juris suggested the Penguins plan to use Shane as a top nine wing while guys are out with injuries, and Juris will center the fourth line. Obviously, that will be unveiled tomorrow at practice. Let's go to Tomcat in Mount Lebanon. Tomcat, you're on with Double M. Double M, big fan, big fan. Right. Steelers fans should be sending Le'Veon Bell those Sherry's Berries gift boxes and thanking him for being so stupid to not take an unbelievably insane well, you're, deal. You're right. In a bizarre way, I said that earlier. In a bizarre way, and maybe the Steelers don't agree or haven't figured it out, I would rather keep Lev Bell one year at 14.5 than give him multi-year at 13.3 per. Like, who, who in their right mind would pay a guy 50% more than the next highest guy when... When they don't need to, they can. You can find four warm bodies and get them two thousand two thousand yards rushing behind that line for about two million for not two million, but for five million dollars between the four of them. What is wrong? Well, now you see the thing is, there's no guarantee with that either. But couldn't Kevin Colbert? Why wouldn't Kevin Colbert offer him ten million? Wait a minute, hold hold on. Well, it's when you're talking that kind of money, it's art, Rudy. Tim Benz just quoted Mike Tomlin as saying that he would write Lev a blank check. Why would Tomlin say that? That makes it harder on the Steelers. If I'm Art Rooney, I call Mike Tomlin in and I go, look, because it happens all the time, stuff said like this by him. I'd say, look, you're in management. If you want to be the player's buddy, we'll make you a water boy. But you're in management as the coach, so talk like you're in management. I mean, who are, I just cannot believe that these three, the triumvirate of Colbert, Tomlin, and Art, would would seriously consider, would, would legitimately offer a guy 13 points. They're lucky. They're lucky Bell's an idiot, and we're all lucky as Steeler fans. I'm lucky in particular because I don't care. Oh, wait, that's not a direct quote from Tomlin. Lev Bell told a TV show that Tomlin tells him that all the time. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know that I don't believe that. Okay, it's time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX. Call me now. Call me now and ask Mark anything. Call me now. I've been doing too many ads. Call me now. 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. And he drink, smoked pot, figured if he showed up at rehab wrecked, it gave him a better shot at getting most improved. The X at 105.9. 
Time now to ask Mark anything brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and chop house. It's in the strip, and it's the home of the Super Genius Burger. It is too much burger for any one man, unless, of course, that man is me. Check out Chapino in the strip. Dial 412-333-WXDX. Let's go now to Bill in the Jeep. Bill. Ask Mark anything. Hey there, Mark. How you doing? Good. Hey, um, just curious. What would you say was your favorite concert venue that you've ever been to and who was performing? Well, I don't think I have a favorite concert venue. Uh, there are a lot of great ones in Pittsburgh. I was at uh, Carnegie Music Hall last night. I'll be at... Uh, the Palace Theater in Greensburg tonight. The only place I really didn't like, nice people who ran it, Alter Bar, which is now closed, mm -hmm. because the sound there, for whatever reason, was real bad. But I like A.E., Jurgles, you know, any place in Pittsburgh. I think there's a lot of good places to have a concert. Let's go to Pete in the car. Pete, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good. I had a quick question about the backstory of the guy who calls in as the Hebrew Hammer and Stan the Man Gable. How did he get that? Is he a friend of yours? Or no, they're brothers. They're regular? brothers. Uh, okay, so... They're how, brothers. How Stan the Man Gable used to work as a producer at 1250, but uh, not for me. No, uh, they just they called. It's very done. organic. I, I don't set up calls. I don't need to do that or would I ever want to. All right, cool. Thanks, Mark. Talk of the devil... Let's go now to the Hebrew Hammer. Hammer, yakshimash. Yakshimash. That guy needs to mind his own P's and Q's. I think so, too. Hey, two points and a question. Uh, one, nobody's brought this up about Le'Veon Bell. The first time he takes a bad hit, he's not going to play the rest of the year. If he has an ache and a pain, he's not going to play the rest of the year, even if he starts the year. Uh, that's a good point. If he, if he comes in under duress... In lieu of a better term, he might well pull the shoot if he if he gets a... I don't think he'd, he'd go down for the count with a hangnail, but I think anything that, that could get worse, he would we'd not come back. Yeah, he's going to stand on the sidelines like Deuce uh, Staley years ago, and you know he's going to see that as his revenge for them tagging him. Point two, I think this week you mentioned uh, Michael Bennett for the Seahawks in the story in Las Vegas. Well, he's now a Philadelphia Eagle. Okay, but, you know, you recall the story of him in Las Vegas. Oh, he made everything up. He lied about being abused by the Las Vegas police. He totally lied. There's video that proves it and witnesses that prove it. He absolutely and totally lied about police brutality, and nobody's called him on it since. Do you realize he was one of the finalists for NFL Man of the Year? Because of that? No, I mean, no, but, I mean, how could you put somebody up for NFL Man of the Year with, like, who would tell such a tale? Wouldn't you say it's kind of a tainted pool of choices? Uh, I'm sure there's some good guys, but I guess considering, yes. Hey, and last question. I never ask personal questions. That's not my, uh, I mind my P's and Q's, but uh, can I ask you a question just this once? Go ahead. Who's your consigliere? I think you mind, I think you need to mind your P's and Q's. That's your cue. We hung up on him already. Yakshimashwani. Now, that was a reference not to Godfather, I think, but to analyze this. Consigliere! Let's go to Bill on the north side. Bill, ask Mark anything. No, well, now, first of all, the Hebrew hammer is way overrated. He's boring as crap. 
my real question is, why is it some days that you seem to be in a real crappy mood, and then there's days like today where you seem to be in a great mood? Are you eating something different? Because I'm a human being. I'm a human being. And it's only radio. It's disposable. It's in one ear and not the other. Get paid, go home, do it again the next day. Yeah, but four days out of the week, it seems like that you, like, are a crappy, you know, like in a real crappy I, th- I think you I, need I to mind like your it. P's and Q's. What's it to you? Seriously, what's the difference? You know, I really, if there's one thing I resent, when people act like I don't have everything that goes on every day between 3 and 6 p.m. down to an absolute science. Science! Let's go to LT in the car. LT, you're on with Double M. What's going on? What up? Hey, what is the best story you can share on the radio uh, experience with uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair? Bro, if you did you see his ESPN documentary? No, no, I haven't. Watch that. I was there for all of it. Just, just apply my voice to what you hear and see. Good night and good news tomorrow. Who was that the sign-up for? Was that Ted Baxter? Good talk, see you out there. Good night and good news tomorrow. 105.9 X.